Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. What's happening? What's happening? Thank you for tuning in. Um, I did not think this whole Corona thing would be at the point that it's at right now. Um, I didn't even think that I'd be doing a podcast on it. As we all know, this thing is serious and it's lasted a lot longer than people thought it would. So um, let's get into it. It's just a quick timeline. December 31st, 2019, Chinese health officials informed the World Health Organization about a cluster of 41 patients with the mysterious pneumonia. Most of the patients that had the pneumonia were connected to a seafood store in China. The next day, that supermarket was closed. January 20th, the first U.S. cases reported a 35-year-old man in Washington. January 31st, the Orange Dew decides to ban foreign nationals from entering the U.S. if they were in China within the prior two weeks. February 9th, 2020, Death toll in China surpasses that of the 2002-2003 SARS epidemic with 811 deaths recorded. At this time, Orange Dew probably still think it's just a hoax. It wasn't until March 13th that a U.S. national emergency is declared over this bullshit. So according to this timeline that I looked up, it looks like he had three months to strategize and figure out a way to slow this thing down. But he's a clown, so of course he didn't. In New Jersey, as of April 7th, 1,232 people have died from the coronavirus. New Jersey is only second to New York. New York, they're very close to 5,000 deaths from this coronavirus. This thing is serious. It should be taken serious. I know a lot of people didn't believe that it was serious at first. Me, myself, I didn't think it was serious. I just thought it was going to be something that would just wash over and, and everything would go back to normal. But I see that we're far, far away from that. I mean, I was sitting there watching Sports Center. And the update said that the commissioner of the NBA was considering playing NBA games with no fans in the arena. And that was something that's unprecedented. Obviously, it never happened before. And I thought that would be crazy to watch because then you'll hear everything. So I would actually want to watch that game more to see how different NBA players play with no fans in the arena. That didn't even get to come to fruition because Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz tested positive for the coronavirus, and then he had spread it to a couple of other people, and those people had spread it to a couple of people. So the NBA completely shut down, and it's been that way since March 11th. And nobody knows when the NBA will be back up and running. NFL things have been pushed back. Major League Baseball has been pushed back. All sporting events have been canceled. Movies and television shows have stopped production. Non-essential has recently become a household term. Any non-essential stores are completely closed unless you want some bootleg shit. Some businesses are remaining open, but there are no tables, no chairs. All the chairs are on top of the tables. There's no more dining. New Jersey Governor Murphy has declared a statewide curfew, and only essential employees should be out traveling. Everybody everywhere should be practicing social distancing. This thing is not going away for a while. People need to take it serious, but instead... There's people all over the world having coronavirus parties saying after coronavirus, we want to party. We want to do what we want to do. This thing can't stop us. Wrong. This thing is stopping a lot of people. I'm recording this on April 7th. As of April 7th, what I see is a reported 11,300 deaths. That's reported. Okay. And my opinion on the government is they're not telling us everything because there are some people that panic when they hear shit. So if there's a reported 11,300 total U.S. deaths, trust me, there's way more than that. There's obviously unreported, 
there's people that don't have families. There's people that haven't seen their family in months. That could be somewhere laying dead and nobody even know it. I've seen videos of prisoners with their cell phones in prison showing the, literally the dead bodies of their cellmates. Saying this person died, that person died. I seen one video where there was a tent in the middle of the prison yard and they was just dumping the dead bodies in there. People, this is a crisis. We have to respect it. Once again, I am in New Jersey. I've reached out to a couple of friends of mine. One of them's from California. One of them's from Illinois. I will have a conversation with them in a couple of minutes, and I want to know how it's affecting them and what's going on in that area. I'm sure this is happening everywhere, but the supermarkets that are open, got to give a hand clap to those people that are putting their lives and their health on the line to make sure that we can get our essentials and necessities. Flatten the curve has also become a household term. The curve, obviously, is the number of people that have died from it. We want to bring that thing down. We're not flattening the curve by going out just to go out to say the coronavirus can't stop nothing. The coronavirus is stopping a lot. I wish everybody would be respectful of that. Something shouldn't have to happen to somebody close to you to be respectful of what's happening right now. As a whole, we need to come together and just stay the fuck still. Because if you don't know, this thing is saying the African-American community way harder than it's saying anybody else, any other race out there. Nobody's a fortune teller. Nobody's going to have the accurate information that we need. So until this thing gets close to over, we definitely need to just chill out. Just stay in the crib. There's a number of things you can do to keep yourself busy. As I said before, I'm recording this first segment of the podcast on April 7th. The two conversations I'm about to play for you were recorded at an earlier time. So I pretty much wanted to get a couple of, or a few different perspectives about this whole coronavirus from a couple of people and from their locations. I'm in Jersey and um, I got somebody here right now from California. Um, introduce yourself, brother. Hey, what's up? This is Brian and I am actually in Los Angeles, California, South Central. It's a big difference from uh, inner city to, you know, surrounding areas of California. The rules may vary, you know, in many different ways. Cool, cool. That's what's up. Um, so here we are on, what's this, Sunday, the 29th, all right, March 29th. Um, so Brian, tell us pretty much when Corona started and how serious people was taking it, if they was taking it serious at all in uh, Los Angeles. So in Los Angeles, the Corona really didn't affect us until probably about March 12th, because March 12th, we got a, a March 10th, we got a notification. Hey, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. That's when everything started going in effect. Like, you know what? We need everything on Sunday, March 16th. So you're saying four days ahead of time, they told you that certain things would be closed? Yes, sir. And um, what businesses were these that closed down? So off the rip, I'm going to speak on what they didn't close, just because that's easier. You can see how stuff is moving out here in L.A. They did not close no street food. Those are still open. Street vendors, you said? Like the tacos? Yeah. You know, the, the regular barbershops just closed. It's crazy. AutoZone is still open. Um, that's the only thing I really see closed. Barbershops small beauty supply stores 
did they did they change any hours of operation from these businesses? Is just is your local supermarket still open? Same times as always. Well, my local supermarket. This is the food for less. This is a big franchise out here. Mm-hmm. Not not as big as Walmart. Walmart is a you know a global super franchise. But food for less Los Angeles, you know, is the next biggest shopping grocery store to Walmart. And they change the hours. They open before Corona. They open at six. Now that Corona is in effect, they open at seven. Mm-hmm. And they used to stay open till eleven. Now they close at eight. Okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. So here, like in Jersey, a lot of places are closed. Um, a lot of people are out of work. So like the roads don't even look the same. Everything is look like a ghost town. Um, you know, how's life moving out there? Well, as of right now, I just went to the grocery store. It is still people out on the out on the streets. The mayor, Los Angeles mayor, is not liking that at all. He he taking a Twitter with everything. It's like uh Donald Trump put him in some type of training, like, hey, <laughs> you know, so you gotta use your Twitter fingers every now and then. <laughs> That's crazy. But uh I, I feel like, you know, people ain't really giving a fuck, but I still see cars going here and there. It's not like it's not it's not no ghost town, I wouldn't say that. Maybe I stay in South Central. Maybe if I would have went over there closer to the beach where, you know, people actually, you know, got everything they need at the house properly, then you, you'll probably see people not going outside and stuff like that. But over here in South Central, uh, people still going outside, still doing a normal stuff. Like, I see people exercising every morning when I'm getting off work. Hmm. It's way different than out here, man. It's way different. A lot of things been shut down. I mean, they just shut down the, uh, you know. What about uh, schools? What, what about schools? Kids going to school? No, sir. Okay, when did that get shut down? That got shut down the 16th. Everything got shut down the 16th. Mm. What about your, the restaurants? You know, certain restaurants over here in Jersey is closed. Um, you know. And you can't walk inside none of them. Everything is to go. Is that the same way in uh, Los Angeles? Everything is takeout only. Well, that, that's what I really wanted to speak on because it's crazy. Um, you know, a lot of restaurants are still open. The ones I go to are still open, but they have the uh, you know the tables and the chairs taped off. So that they have like you know some little tape right there saying don't sit, right? But they still open. But my big concern is the street food. Like, how is street food still going to be up in operation? Right. That's the that's the quickest way to uh, to catch some shit. Yes, sir. This should already be you know what I'm saying concerning because they don't even be using gloves most of the time. <laughs> now, have you eaten any any of this? Uh... Street food <laughs> since the corona. Man, I ate some like on the toilet. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I, I had to get a quick bite before I went into work. And what was this meal that gave you the corona? Hey, what the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what was this meal that you liked so much? Man, it was a um, 
Burrito. Okay. I know LA is famous for them tacos and burritos and all that out there. Yes, sir. I was out there and so, I had a uh what was it, a hot dog with uh with a bacon, bacon. a bacon yes yeah. man, a bacon wrapped Street hot dog, food. man. So let me ask you this, from uh being out there in New Jersey, you know, New Jersey and Los Angeles is kind of alike because we both got a national port. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Have you been anywhere towards the national port? No. You haven't? Nah. Man, I heard some shit, man. I haven't actually went down there and seen. So, are you thinking this at the ports? They're limiting the, uh, you know, the ships that come in, like probably one ship per week, probably, or maybe yeah, yeah, three. Absolutely. Every county or some shit. No, absolutely. Instead of having like sixteen a day. I agree. Distribution definitely slowed down, but it's it didn't stop. You can't stop that shit. You can't. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I was out of CVS, and they was out of tissue, and I asked the dude when y'all gonna have some in, and he told me the truck came on Tuesday, so the best bet, the truck comes on Tuesday, so the best bet is to be one of the first people out there Tuesday morning, because everything that come in gonna mm-hmm. sell out in 24 hours. Now, what about y'all airports out there in New Jersey? Uh, man, people have been taking flights like crazy, you know, $10 flights to Miami and shit like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... I got a friend that's a, a flight attendant. Um, I was supposed to have her on there, but you know they 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 told them that they can't be talking about shit and and on their social media. So um, she really didn't tell me too much that I could repeat. Well, it was nothing really important or crazy, but now nah, they didn't stop anything. I wonder how our flight attendants and pilots looking at people that's taking these ten dollar flights to. Miami to Vegas. How do you think they being looked at? Shit, I'm about to text and ask her right now. What do she think of these, <laughs> these I, heathens? I, I look at the niggas like, like you know what I'm saying? Like that nigga must be dead ass dumb. Oh man. Out here, I got a couple of people who work at uh, LAX stuff like that, and they actually been cutting their hours, man. But. I don't actually know nobody that works on planes and stuff. This is, you know what I'm saying, on foot at LAX. And they cutting hours, man. People only getting 21 hours. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of people I know that had these um, special services jobs, they were getting, you know, a lot of hours. But depending on what your job is, you know, some jobs need you. But a lot of people getting their hours cut even, you know, if you are working, your hours are definitely getting cut because it's like, it's no money. Nobody's using any money. It's like, it's no way to uh, recoup that shit that they paying the employees. Um, and my thing is this, since we know nobody is out here making money, what are all of the, you know, TSA and security guards, you know what I'm saying, the people that, you know, pay to, protect property doing right now are they paying at home or you think they no, can have I, them you know right there to protect that property i think those people are working even harder and when you say when you say getting paid to protect you mean tsa only or the lease and i'm talking about you know tsa you know any type of securities to protect a property like let's say a shopping mall you know the shopping mall is deserted right now so are they still keeping security? 
I believe so. I believe, if honestly, I would think you would need that even more, just to prevent um, looting and uh, breaking and entering. Now let me tell you this, man. Out here in Los Angeles, last night around twelve o'clock, they burnt down this Chinese strip mall. My cousin, he rides the train every morning to work still, and. He told me some shit that an Asian person hopped on the train and everybody moved the fuck away from him. Mm, I wonder why that is. It's almost like somebody scared the people into thinking Chinese people got the coronavirus. They are just born with it. <laughs> ah, that's insane. So I what the lady that shit at the store because she, she tried to say something, you know, a little bit of mean about Asian people. Like, how these angry people did? I'm all like, you know they're not born with the shit, right? Right. <laughs> like when this shit came out, they didn't just all develop this shit. Right. But put it like this, man. It's it's two sections to a train. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like two trains connected to, you know what I'm saying? Two trains connected. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to the other side of the train. And just left homie there looking stupid. Left that man that whole section. That's crazy. Well, shit out here in Jersey, man. I was, I was, uh, I was driving, and you can't even enter the bus through the front door. Everybody got to get on the bus through the back door. Yeah, it, it, it's like that out here too. They okay. want to protect their bus drivers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. Certain jobs that 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 can't stop. You know, public transportation is one of them. And okay, my question is this. Is y'all public transportation free now? I don't know. You know what? It would have to be if you act allowing everybody to get on to the front, right? I mean, through the back. Yeah, because out here it's free. Okay, then that might be the case in Jersey. I, I'm not sure. All right. I'm going to change the topic if you don't mind. In New Jersey, what are they doing with the homeless people? That is a good question, man. Um... To be honest with you, I still see the same homeless people. They still posted up on on their corners with their signs. I don't know if Jersey's doing anything for them, bro. Well, out here in downtown Los Angeles, right near the Staples Center, you will never believe what they set up. Please let me know. Portable hand washing stations. Really? Yes, sir. With paper towels and all that. Okay, so 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 wow, your government—they taking this shit serious. Yeah, I guess Los Angeles got the money for that. I don't know how often they come in to put soap and new paper towels in them, but they are down there in downtown. Cause downtown is where the homeless roam. In most cities, it's not like that. When I stayed in Dallas, teenagers couldn't even hang out in. Uh, downtown Dallas. We get kicked out. Nor let a homeless person try to be out be down there. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't got no portable hand washing station set up here while I'm in Jersey, at least in North anyway. I haven't seen any. Now, how often do you watch the news regarding this shit? I don't. You don't, you don't, you don't. So March 16th, things got shut down, but obviously nobody has any idea when it's going to be over. Well, yeah, they actually gave us a date. What was the date? 
But this is the catch. So the kids going to school, they wouldn't go back to school until May 1st. Mm-hmm. But they said for all this to be over, April 1st, that's when they're going to start opening things up, back up. But I don't know if they're going to push that back or whatnot, but May 1st is for school, and they said for regular businesses and stuff, April 1st. But I think that may be a pushback right along because, you know, the schools got pushed back. So I just Googled some shit. And it says California has 5,000 cases of the coronavirus and New Jersey has 13,000 cases of the coronavirus. Wow. I don't know, man. We didn't have any dates as far as when things are gonna open back up. Um, One of the headlines right now for Jersey 12 News says, President Trump says he is extending federal social distancing for 30 days through April 30th. So mm. you you heard about the social distancing, right? Yes, sir. Did they put a limit on how many people can be in large spaces like supermarkets? So around March March sixteenth, uh, it was only a few people allowed inside the store at a time. As of right now, March 29th, everyone is able to go in free roam. So there is no social distancing in California, or at least in Los Angeles, where you at. Would you say there was more than 50 people in the supermarket when you went in there? Yeah, I told you it's free roaming. Everybody, there's no way. Everybody could just go inside the store. Okay, that's 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 but, different. Yeah, but towards when they first put it, the uh, social distance in effect, you know, it was only two people allowed in and stuff like that. Okay, so it seems like California is handling this better, but obviously you guys have less corona cases. So I would assume that shit would slow down if y'all reached the number that Jersey reached. Now, um, question, do you know anybody has been affected by this? Sad to say, yeah. Somebody close to you? Not close to me, no. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Um, But I need to look into it because when they went in, they said they had pneumonia. Mm -hmm. I don't know how close pneumonia and corona is to each other, like the symptoms and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close it is to each other, mm-hmm. but I know that's two different illness. Right. So I don't know if they just put in the plaque of corona on people just if they go to the hospital for anything. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people feel like they don't have it until they go in there because one, some people are really, really out there and they thinking that the hospital was giving it to people. And then the people that do have it is obviously going to the hospital. So it's more likely that you'll catch it just based off contact alone if you're going to the hospital. A lot of nurses and doctors is getting sick. A couple of them already died from it because they have to handle the patients that have it. So a lot of companies that have to have their employees at work have been given letters to those employees 
so they can show to the police officers if they get pulled over while coming to or from work. Is it the same way in Cali? Have companies been issuing letters to their employees to show to the police officers in case they get stopped? I'm glad you asked that, man, because as me, a citizen of Los Angeles County, I haven't heard anything, seen a police since all this been going on. Them folks have finally did what they should have been doing this whole time, just reporting to calls that's, that need assistance. There isn't no uh, pulling people over right now. I haven't seen none. I haven't been bothered. Hey, I'm doing 90 on the freeway, man, when I go to work. And you don't get stopped? I don't get stopped. I don't even see no police. Why do you think that is? I think them folks finally want to take their personal life more than their you know, business life, their career. Because if they come in contact with people, it's going to be a higher chance of them getting an illness. Correct. Them, them taking that back to their household. Right. Say, man, in Los Angeles, police stay around South Central. They they patrol this mud like <laughs> they patrol this mud very well, man. Mm. You will see a police probably every three minutes. And now you, and I don't even see no police. And you ain't seeing nobody now. Nah. So yeah, that could be a mix of a couple of things because yesterday I saw about a line of um about eight police cars with they they lights on, not the sirens, but just lights patrolling, you know, one of the busier intersections just coming up and going back down, coming up and going back down. So I don't know how much they were trying to enforce people, but I think they definitely want their presence felt for anybody that's just outside for no reason. So they might not be pulling people over, but they definitely want their presence felt because this is a serious situation, man. I definitely don't think people should be outside if they don't have to. Well, you know, that's a good thing. You know, I stay in Los Angeles. This is, you know, gang bang capital. I, I ain't been seeing no niggas hanging out, man. They don't want that corona. And I really ain't been seeing no shootings on the news or on my citizen app. I've been seeing more robberies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a friend of mine was saying that um, he believes there's going to be a lot of home invasions because of people that can't get into the supermarkets or people that might have missed out on getting they, you know, their supplies and their food from the supermarkets. They just gonna start doing a lot of home invasion. So um, if people, you know, some people are saying, oh, it's gonna get worse before it get better. If we haven't seen the worst of it yet, then at some point, you know, it could get a little violent. My thing is this, it, it's not the point that, you know, people could actually go to the grocery store and afford the groceries. What about the people that's laid off? They just started a job. They can't get no workers' comp. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What this, they gonna do? Yeah, this is hectic. And twelve hundred dollars ain't gonna do much. They ain't even gonna get twelve hundred dollars. And everybody uh <clears throat> isn't actually 
um, qualified. Qualified to get it. Right. You're qualified to get it because they said uh, people on child support can't get it. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't uh, filed taxes in 18 or 19, mm-hmm. what if, let's say, a young male, I'm fresh out of high school, I didn't get a job my, my uh, first year out of high school. Mm-hmm. What that person gonna do? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot of things that go into this small $1,200 check that is supposed to stimulate the economy. I don't know. I don't think it is. Shit. And my thing is this, what are people buying like when they get this? I could already see folks going shopping for cars. They can't wait till the clothing stores open back up. <laughs> it's gonna be a whole lot of online shopping. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And that concludes my conversation with Brian from Cali. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please tell a friend about it and tell that friend to tell a friend about it too. Thank you. And if you would like to, you can follow me and shoot me a direct message on Instagram at Limitless underscore E. That's Limitless underscore E on Instagram if you want to shoot me a message. Thank you. This next conversation is with Tiffany from Illinois. If you recognize the voice, she also did the power interview with me discussing the mid-season finale. This is our conversation regarding the coronavirus. Joining me right now is Tiffany from Illinois. And she's going to talk about how the coronavirus has been affecting her. Tiffany? Hi. Well, the coronavirus is not really affecting me in my county right now. Right now, I live in Madison County, and we're at 38 positive tests for coronavirus. Um, But obviously, living in the state of Illinois... Um, today alone, Illinois had their biggest single-day spike in corona uh, new cases. So now the state of Illinois in total has 8,904 cases. And they are concerned that it is definitely going to be one of the next biggest hotspots beyond New York and, uh, and California. So um, my concern is obviously that People are not heeding the social distancing. Um, they're still going out, thinking that it can't affect them, and obviously, it's still continuing to, to spread like wildfire. So, um, my concern is, you know, at the end of the day, I think people should be able to go to their homes, be aware of um, wearing masks, uh, wearing gloves not coughing on people, and why people are having such a hard time adhering to the stay-at-home directives, I don't understand. You know, people are literally dying from this. People from all age groups, um, all nationalities, and the severity of it is definitely real. Um, That's true. So why people aren't being respectful and doing what they need to do to protect themselves, is it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, what type of uh, rules or anything has your governor put into effect as far as coming outside and being in supermarkets and just traveling at all? Um, well, one thing I can say about the governor in Illinois, Governor Pritzker, he's done an excellent job of 
being very proactive and really communicating effectively with everyone in the state. Every day he has a press conference at 3 o'clock. He updates on current numbers in terms of how many new cases, how many deaths, and in the end, any other communication that he needs to get out there. So as of right now, he's extended the stay-at-home um, until April the 30th. Um, initially, it was up until, I think, April, sometime in mid-April. So he's extended it until the end of the month. Um, and they recently just had to close um, Lakeshore Drive and some of the other areas in Chicago because people was not adhering to the stay-at-home uh, mandate. Now, um, is there a curfew? Is there a curfew? Um, like in New Jersey, a lot of businesses close at 8 o'clock on the dot. Now, see, I'm not really sure in terms of curfews and stuff. I don't. I haven't heard anything specific about you have to be in by a certain time. Um, and I, all I know from um, the state's perspective is that, especially in the areas of Chicago where it's going most rapidly, they are looking at the mayor is looking at actually finding people. So if you are out congregating in areas instead of being at home, they will be giving you a citation of $500. I so, like that. That sounds good. That'll keep people inside. Uh, exactly. So the seriousness of all of this um, is getting very real for folks um, because now, you know, it's going to cost you money. And they actually were saying they may arrest people depending on the situation. For not adhering to the at-home mandate. Now that I do not like, because you're going to arrest people and put them where? Yeah, that's true. Um, because that is another thing. I was reading an article yesterday about the spread in Cook County Jail. Um, Correct. They have a triple digits, I think, of individuals in Cook County Jail that have tested positive for coronavirus. Mm. Now, do you have you seen a video of what this uh, virus test consists of? Um, I have heard that, you know, they stick like a, a long Q-tip. Um, thing up your nose. Yeah, it looks painful. Yeah. Um, but I hear it's only like three seconds long. So it really, they shoot it up there quickly and pull it right back out. But still, it does seem uh, extensive to me, you know. So I'm hoping that I never have to be one of the recipients of that test. Yeah, me neither. That, that it looks very uncomfortable. Um, how, how are you handling shopping and things like that? And so far, I love it. I mean, I'm I'm an introvert by nature, you know. So this just feels natural to me. And now I don't have to justify why I'm not going out. So uh, when I pulled in my driveway on March 20th from work, that was my last day of work. Well, they sent us home to work from home. I have not been out of my house. Well, I have not been off my property. I've been outside, um, but I have not left my property since March 20th. Um, I'm somebody that likes to cook, likes to grocery shop, so I had a fully stocked freezer, fridge, pantry, and all of that um, coming in on March 20th. So, actually, I'll be getting my first ever Instacart delivery on Monday from Aldi. So, I'm kind of excited about that. Um, obviously, if that goes well, that might be something I will continue to do beyond 
this whole quarantine. Even after the coronavirus um, bullshit is over. Yeah, after corona, you know, because it's easy. Uh, delivery is free, at least for these first few times that I use it. And even when delivery isn't free, it's only $3.99. So to not have to cart around in the grocery store and pick up stuff and wait in line, it may be worth it to me long term. But we'll see. Mm. Um, so I I am somebody that likes to... I'm pretty domesticated. So I like to cook. I like to sew. I like to craft. I like um, to just have a lot of different hobbies like jewelry making and things of that sort so i've kept busy outside of obviously working from home so you're not like um, everybody else losing losing their mind you have you pretty much have oh your, your day set up you got you got your hobbies maybe a tv show here and there a book something to keep you busy um yeah and you know i'm you know full disclosure i'm single so I have a lot of different projects and, you know, small things in my house that I've wanted to get done, like spring cleaning. I wanted to, you know, wash my drapes and I wanted to put up some um, pictures on my wall that I just haven't had time to measure out everything and make sure I put the nails in the right spaces and all that stuff. So now I have an opportunity to do those things that I've just been putting off for so long. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Okay. Yeah. I think a lot of people are getting a lot of things done, even though they like could be simple tasks. We're getting a lot of things done that we wouldn't be doing otherwise. Yeah. And the thing is, I was just talking to a friend about that yesterday and he was like, oh, well, you know, um, people are frustrated with being at home with the kids and having to teach them. And then a lot of people talk about getting a divorce now and things of that sort. And there's a lot you know, of think, funny. Yeah stats that's happening right now you know divorce rates a lot of right. children are going to be born now a lot of children are going to be born nine months from now um yeah that's what uh uh definitely december a lot of people are going to be getting that christmas gift you're right about that exactly and i saw a story on ball alert earlier today that two twins were born one boy and one girl and their names are corona and covid <laughs> so, i saw that as well so yeah, yeah it's 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 this is a unique time we're going through because me and my 30 some odd years of life, I've never witnessed anything like this. I mean, um, here in Jersey, we had Hurricane Sandy and that knocked mm. power out for like three or four days. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. we had to make do with, um, you know, candles and um, obviously there was no power. So even if you had food, it was going to go bad fast. So you had to cook everything and it was weird. But this this time is different. Right. Um, now, yeah, very different. Yeah, very different. There's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there. Um, what do you think about the uh, some one of the conspiracies is saying that this was a government administered? Mm. See, I don't know. Um, I had not heard that you know it was a government administered in terms of our government, but someone did mention that. They think this might have been um, like biological warfare or something that mm -hmm. somebody was, you know, cooking up somewhere and then unleashed it. Right, right, um, right. So I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really thought a whole lot about it. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of a lot of different things, I think we've just been overdue. I haven't seen this in my generation. I'm in my early 40s. Um, 
But my great aunt, who's 84, she was just talking about, you know, well, during war times, you know, you uh, things were going on that was similar. So she feels somewhat prepared to deal with this better than someone like me who's never lived you know, something like a major wartime or whatever. Yeah, this this is really speaking of, you know, people in their eighties, this I think they say this is affecting them the most, you know, because of their weak immune system. So you gotta make sure Exactly we keep the older generation. Exactly. So she also hasn't left the house in a few weeks now. Okay. Um now at what point did this become serious in Illinois? Because for here in Jersey, I don't, I can't pinpoint when, but I definitely heard about it, and I thought it was just going to be a three or four day thing, and it would be over with, and then we go into like the next thing. But this kind of oh, wow. this kind of got serious fast, really fast. Yeah, for me, it it was serious when. Um, when I saw small businesses that were letting people go and closing down because of the severity of it, mm-hmm. prior to all of the stay-at-home mandates and all of that stuff, but literally small businesses that this was their livelihood for their families and for a small group of employees and their families. Correct. When they were making the decision to shut that down, and furlough people and send them to unemployment and say, hey, we're closing down until this is passed, that's when I knew it was serious because no one's going to cut off their money that is paying their leases, their mortgages, things of that sort for no good reason. Mm -hmm. So that's when it it got serious for me. And then, obviously, I, I work in higher education. And when they start talking about students not returning from spring break and sending us uh, home to work from home, I knew then it was very serious because a lot of these companies, obviously more cutthroat than higher education, a lot of these companies, when they start sending people home to work from home, I knew it was serious mm-hmm. because they're not going to give that privilege easily. True. So, True. Um, I had a birthday in March. My, my birthday was March the 16th. And so, it was some things that I wanted to do for my birthday that I wasn't able to do because things then had started closing up and limiting hours and limiting contacts. And so I said, whoa, this is serious. Yeah, so for me, it was when they um, said that basketball games will be played with no fans. And that was right around like March 10th or 11th. They were going to play a game with no fans, and that in the history of the NBA has never happened. But Mm. that night that they made the decision to play games with no fans, there was an NBA player that had tested positive for the coronavirus, so then they canceled Mm. like that game, and then other games started being canceled, and then they had to find out who that guy played in his previous three games, and then somebody else tested positive. So that's when I was like, okay, it's hitting the sports world, and that's a huge, huge, huge moneymaker, the sports world, basketball, you know what I mean? Um, It's about to get serious, playoffs are about to start, and they just straight up cancel games, and nobody knows anything about when it's going to resume. So that's when I was like, okay, it's going to be serious. And then a lot of businesses weren't like, they weren't like actually closing. They will close early, but 
they want closing. The other day, mm-hmm. I went to the ATM, and uh, Wells Fargo Bank was closed, and there was a sign that said, "If you need to access your safe deposit box, call us and set up an appointment." That's oh, wow. that's 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 different. Now, um, are there are the banks in Illinois closed, or would you know? I have no idea. Right, you haven't. I been have out. no idea. Um, I was just thinking about that today, whether or not you know they're telling people to wear masks in public and you know wear gloves and, and be more aware. And since I haven't been out of the house, I am curious to know just how many people out in public are adhering to that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I don't interact with anybody, I don't. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Well, I've driven past. I've, I, I had to go shopping to pick up, you know, uh, necessities. And there is a limit to the number of people they are letting into most of these, you know, Walgreens, uh, Rite Aids, things oh, wow. like that. They're limiting okay. people. So it's like kind of like a club where if there's 50 people in, I don't know what the number is, but let's say there's 50 people in there. Nobody else can come in until somebody else exits. So they are adhering to that, at least the uh, number of people they're allowing into these stores. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I drove past a BJ's and there was a parking lot full of people trying to get into BJ's, just waiting patiently. Same thing with ShopRite. There's just lines of people uh, waiting to get in uh, to do their shopping. So. Um, and I too wow. have been watching the news here and there to see what our governor is saying. And, uh, nobody seems to know when this thing is going to end. They can't put a date on it. They keep pushing dates back and it's just very, very, you know, they say, you know, keep the, uh, the, the vulnerable and your thoughts and prayers and everything is just like, you know, let's, let's pray on it. Nobody knows anything about when it's going to end. True. That's true. That's true. And I I guess that's the thing that scares me the most. Not, you know, obviously the the health end of it scares me in terms of obviously getting sick and the hospitals not being able to treat people and things of that sort. But for me, the bigger implication that's going to happen beyond this in terms of the economy and how it's going to affect uh, revenue streams for companies and therefore their ability to um, rehire people or bring folks back and you know the demand for items is going to be depressed Correct. for months beyond Correct. you know and companies are not going to be able to afford to keep people and even the people who can afford to spend money are not spending the money mm-hmm. so we looking at a long term problem now as far as your school um you said they pushed back dates too for when you guys will resume coming into the office, right? Exactly. Um, initially, when we left March 20th, we were supposed to come back on um, April the 20th, so pretty much a full month later. Now that the governor has extended the stay-at-home mandate to April 30th, the earliest that they're saying we'll go back to the office will be May 4th. Now, I used to work for um, another community college in St. Louis, and they were just told that they won't go back to the office until May 18th. Mm, mm, mm. 
then I'm hearing that one of the governors in I think Virginia, he just put a stay at home order that goes up until June the tenth. That's what's bothering so, me. Where are they getting these yeah. dates from? Yes. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. I've like I so, said, I've never so, seen anything like this. Exactly. And so to me the question is like what's what's driving that? And mm-hmm. in the sense that obviously we know that we're trying to flatten the curve by staying at home. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're waiting for it to peak and start to slow down. And that's but, another thing. I think that they are um under reporting some of these numbers that they're giving us. Nobody the government is never gonna tell one hundred percent truth. So when they're like, you know, we have went up to X amount of deaths um, as of yeah. today's date, I honestly think it's more because what about the old people that uh, may have this that nobody goes to visit? You know, sometimes there can be, you know, people that have died that that'll, you know, be deceased for weeks before somebody goes to check on them. So we're not That's getting, true. yeah, we're not getting accurate numbers. And um, even if the government had the exact accurate number, they're not going to give that to us. And it might be for our own protection. You know what I mean? Just imagine if they start saying X amount of people died today versus this amount of people that died last week. People are going to go insane. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, I've had my moment just, you know, getting up and seeing how many people have been diagnosed how many people have perished and it is a bit overwhelming when you think about it because like when does it end how does it end most people are afraid to get tested right and everybody doesn't display the symptoms of it so somebody can have it and not even know and you know go to the mall or go to work or anywhere where there's a crowd of people at and once that one person coughs on one person now that one person goes back and they spread it to five people and then it starts all over so right right um, and that's the thing now they're even saying that it doesn't even have to be a sneeze or a cough it could just be from conversation it can be from just inhaling breathing in, right. in air right yeah, inhaling, inhaling the same air, air as a person that and that's why they're telling us to wear masks but from what I heard the only masks that will do the job is the N95 that's what I've heard as well and we all don't have access to an N95 mask. Mask. So, I don't know. I don't know either. And and like I said, I mean, even if, let's say, in a perfect world that we can go back to work on May the 4th. Mm-hmm. How many of us will feel comfortable doing that? And if we are uncomfortable going back to the office, can they penalize us for that. Oh, absolutely. Trust, trust that's going to happen. I mean, people that, as you said, people have lost their jobs already. But once everything supposedly, you know, opens back up, they're going to want that business back. They're going to want all hands oh, yeah. on deck. So if you're one of the persons that's afraid to come into work, they're going to say, you know what, whoever you are, you can stay home. We'll find somebody else that wants to do this. And a lot of businesses are going to treat a lot of employees unfairly once everything starts resuming because everybody is going to want all hands on deck and they're going to want all employees to come right back to work, roaring to go, and it's not going to be that way. Like, people are losing loved ones 
over this. You can't just return to work like nothing happened. Exactly. And my thing is, even returning to work doesn't necessarily make consumers want to spend. So you may be all, all staffed up and ready to go, but it doesn't mean that the consumers are going to be coming in to take your products and your services either. Mm-hmm. Because if people still have that anxiety and that fear, mm-hmm. they're not going to be spending money. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, you know, I think my job is pretty secure. But for someone that's lived through three layoffs, I also know that any uncertainty, I'm starting to hoard money like a straight up hoard. Mm-hmm. I'm almost to the point of stuffing my mattress. So I don't trust it. So I'm not going to be doing a lot of discretionary spending. That's true. That's true. Everybody has to keep an eye on the spending. Here we are. What is this? April 3rd. And nobody has any answers. Mm-mm. And, I mean, let's not even get on our our leadership from a political standpoint. Oh, you know, no. it's, it's a shame that our governors are, are doing a better job at, you know, trying to um, deal with this and administrate and organize this chaos right. than the person that's sitting in the White House. Nah, he's too busy thinking about his social media and whether he's trending or not. Exactly. We have a social media president. You know, like a, a he's like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's truly sad. and um, it, it really is. I believe a better job would have been done if he didn't call this or treat this as it was, as if it was a hoax like he said it was uh, weeks exactly. ago. Well, exactly. Hey, who knows? Who knows? Um, hopefully, he's pressing, you know, all the doctors in the hospitals to come up with a vaccine because I'm pretty sure his big ego wants to be reelected. And if this shit goes south, he will not be reelected because he handled this horribly. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, it's, even in saying that, I'm just hoping that. The people who elected him the first time um, are not still on his bandwagon. So because yeah, I've seen, <clears throat> I've seen it go both ways. I've seen some people in tears because they mm. they are like, oh, I can't believe I voted for him because I didn't know he was this bad. And then I've seen some people that will literally just worship the ground he walks on and won't yeah. hold him accountable for any of the dumb shit he's done. Like, yeah, right. and then they bring up other presidents, namely Barack. Oh, well, Barack done, did this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yo, stop talking about Barack, yo. Concentrate on what exactly. your president right now is doing. He's a piece of shit. He's exactly. doing a horrible job. Exactly. Some people just love him. Well, he can do no wrong. Well, and I don't think, I don't even think he understands the bigger implications of the things that he says. Because when they first put up the notice at my job um, at the community college for Robert, when they put up the first notice about the students not returning after spring break if you read that and you took that as the bible mm-hmm. it really played down this whole coronavirus is not a big deal mm-hmm. they were like well it's not a major issue right now your likelihood of catching it is very low mm-hmm. and all of that was because of the first message that was being sent from the White House. Correct, correct, correct. And that's, and that's like you said, 
a lot of businesses took that to heart and they didn't take it seriously. And that's exactly. why more people got affected. More people than should have were infected by this bullshit because of not exactly. taking it serious because of what they heard from their president. Right. And and then as its severity grew, he was still more concerned about calling it the Chinese virus. And defending um, that. Exactly. That's what we got in the White House. And like I said, how he made it through almost a full term, I would never understand. So that alone, if that can happen, I don't put anything in the past. These silly folks reelecting him or, you know, him just having other powers or whatever the case may be. The fact that he was elected the first time and that he almost finished his first term is already pigs flying for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very well connected. I can say that. Yes, very much so. Um, and it's sad because even the strides that Barack Obama made during his two terms have been set back so quickly just from what this person is doing in office. And it's it's sad just from the racism and the divisions and the segregation that this person has literally uh, embraced during his presidency and the isolationist theories that he has put into play um, against other countries and things of that sort in his short time being in office. Like I said, it's just set us back as a country. I agree 100%. Um, but for some reason, the powers that be don't see that. They think he's doing a great job. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I don't get it either. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting a pig to fly through my window at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Exactly. The one thing that saddens me the most, though, is in all of this, is you do have so many people that have planned celebrations that won't be able to have those celebrations. I think of all the seniors in high school and even the the eighth graders and college seniors, all of these folks getting ready to graduate and wanted that excitement and Mm -hmm. planning parties and trips and stuff. All of that is gone. Mm -hmm. All of that is gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, one thing that, that I noticed happening in my area is a um, higher level police presence. What is the police presence like in Illinois? Um, um, I know you say you don't go out much, but do you hear anything? Because when I go out, there's a lot of roadblocks and I haven't been stopped yet and I've avoided the roadblocks, but I know the police are questioning where and why you're out and um, I was just going out to go to Walgreens to get some necessities, but I see the police presence. I hear him driving past my window. There's like 10 sheriff police cars driving up and down the block, and you can hear them on a loudspeaker telling people that are uh, probably, you know, needlessly walking down the block, go back in your house. This is not safe. Go back in your home. Do you see a police presence in Illinois? Well... I have not personally, and I will put that in the perspective of where I live as well. Um, 
I've grown up, I grew up in Chicago in the west suburbs of Cook County. Mm-hmm. And I can almost guarantee if I call my mother, she probably will tell me that there is more of a strong police presence mm-hmm. um, in that area. Um, but I live in southwestern Illinois. One, Corona, thank God, hasn't taken as strong of a foothold here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if I did see the police presence if I was to go out um, just because I, I would say um, I definitely live in a suburban area. We are considered part of the St. Louis Metro East area. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people you know, who work downtown St. Louis also live on this side of the Illinois as well. Mm-hmm. So I definitely live in a suburban area. It's not rural. It's not, you know, houses spread out every half an acre and things of that sort. But like I said, it is a slower pace, a smaller town. Um, like I said, we have 38 cases of coronavirus in the county that I live right now. Um, so I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there wasn't a big police presence because of that. Gotcha. And one last thing I want to touch on is uh, this movie, Contagion. It's pretty much about the coronavirus. Have you seen it? Have you heard about it? Have you seen the clips on the internet talking about the coronavirus the exact way it's playing out now? No, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, so in this movie, um, they actually call it by its name, uh, coronavirus, and um, they talk about how it spreads, and um, they talk about what would need to happen to stop it from spreading. Um, They pretty much, uh, you would think that it's it's just weird how they hit hit the uh, the nail on the head about exactly what's uh, playing out now. With the coronavirus, um, it's you would you you would think it was a movie that was created a month ago, but it actually you know it came out uh, a few years back. Um, there's a couple of movies really? that, that yeah, it's a couple of movies that are very similar to what's happening right now. Now I did see a couple of books that they talked about that reference um, something similar that's happening right now. Mm. Um, but I hadn't seen the movie. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I wish they would. I mean, even if I just watched the um, the press conferences looking for an update on when it's going to be over. And none of these people are fortune tellers, but they won't even put a date on it. Everything just keeps getting pushed back. So, um, you know, it's it's weird. We're, we're in a very difficult time right now. Um well, and I guess for me, and, and going back to your point about the police presence and things of that sort, that also is a point of anxiety for me as well, because as this continues on and companies can't continue to hold employees and all of this unemployment is going on, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen the strong peak of unemployment. What is it, 6.6 million that have applied for unemployment? Yeah, and yeah. You know, that's more than so many decades of unemployment being in place and things of that sort. I am concerned about long term, it is going to increase crime. Mm, you know, yeah. I don't want someone breaking in my house trying to steal toilet paper for goodness sake. Yeah. You know, but who knows? It may come to that after month two, month three of this going on. Well, you better get your firearms ready. 
Well, and that's what they said, that um, I just saw an article on NBC News this evening that said that um, firearm sales are through the roof. Yeah. Um, so a couple of people I know, um, they have literally bought over 10 boxes of bullets, you know. Bullets come about... Oh, wow. Yeah. Bullets come about 80 to 100 bullets. Uh and, and, and per pack and uh for some reason you know these guys uh um that have a legal right to carry are going into uh you know these firearm stores and buying multiple 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 packs of bullets because you never know you never know if you're gonna have to protect yourself and your family from people trying to invade your home so if you have a firearm wow. and you have a legal right to carry Hey, I don't blame you for doing what you got to do. Uh, so definitely, I want to thank you for uh, calling in. Um, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? When do you think this thing will be over? I'm hoping summer. Summer, summer, summer. Wow, I don't that's... know if, it, if it'll be early summer or late summer, but I'm hoping summer. Mm. Yeah, I thought, like I said, I didn't think this thing would be that serious. Like... When I first heard about it, it was just briefly, and I thought, you know, this must be like, you know, some new shit that's it's gonna come and go. Um, I did not think it would be this serious, and wow. the, the fact that nobody is putting a date on when it's gonna be over, and I've heard the term "let's flatten the curve" so much, it's just there. The government is really relying on us as a human race to stop this shit from spreading and I don't know if we as a human race are doing what we need to do everybody needs to stay in the damn house and just be still so I feel like if we can do that as a whole then it can end a lot faster but I still see a lot of people just hanging out and just you know just just being in the mix and social media the age of social media right now it's not any better because now there's people online that want to prove a point, that want to prove a point that, you know, this whole coronavirus is not going to stop them from, you know, going out. And they, they have, I've seen people having uh, coronavirus parties. So, yeah. Yeah. I was actually thinking to myself, I need to resume my podcast. And I didn't know what this, a million subjects I could speak on, but. I thought that this coronavirus would be over before I got a chance to touch on it. But here we are now. Wow. Yeah, here we are now, yeah. April 3rd. I have you, I have my, my friend from Cali speaking on it. And, uh, you know, the government doesn't know when it's going to be over. So um, it is what it is. Exactly. You may end up having a five-episode uh, five series or something. Right, it's gonna be like power now. It's gonna be a every exactly. every week exactly. thing because maybe a every month thing because um, this thing isn't going anywhere. Um, just gotta yeah. like 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 everybody's been saying, just just pray on it and uh, you know keep the vulnerable ones with the uh, weak immune systems, uh, keep them safe. You know. Once again, Tiffany, I definitely want to thank you for your time and um, um, anything you want to say before you go. Nope. All right. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you.
What the? How the? That is the new theme music for my Ain't No Way segment. I actually had to come back and add this in. These numbers are ridiculous. As of April 15th, 28,399 confirmed U.S. COVID-19 deaths. The coronavirus has killed 28,399 people. Ain't no way I'm playing no games and going outside for no reason. In New Jersey, there was a party of 47 people shut down by police. Are y'all insane? What the hell do you get out of having a coronavirus-themed party? I would like to know if any of those 47 people actually came down with the coronavirus, because that would be amazing. You're going to show up to a coronavirus party when the whole state is on shutdown? That is insane. Ain't no way I'm doing that. That is that is the most craziest thing you can think of to do. Stay safe. Stay in the house. You won't catch the virus. Or you have a small chance of catching the virus and you want to go to a party? That is despicable. Ain't no way I'm doing that. I'm not playing with that, Rona. Ain't no way. And if you're feeling sick, try to fight through it. Because if you go to the hospital saying you don't feel well, they're going to put you in a room full of other people that got the virus too. And you might just catch the shit. And then they going to test you. And then you're going to test positive for it. Ain't no way I'm going to the hospital. I get a headache, a little fever. I'm going to sit my ass up. I'm going to sit down. And you should too. And that concludes this episode of the Limitless Experience with Eric. Hopefully I don't have to do any more podcasts regarding this coronavirus. Hopefully it will be over soon. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't go outside if you don't have to. Spread love. Peace out. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.